You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. Major news outlets, influencers, and about half of my friends on social media are forcing Americans to choose a side. Ever since the video of George Floyd's death by Minneapolis police officers became viral, peaceful protests in line with the rights provided by the Constitution have been taking place daily. Rioting, looting, and the tearing down of historical landmarks have also become a regular occurrence as the Black Lives Matter movement kicks COVID-19 to the backseat and awareness for racism in America gains control of the headlines. The side you must choose? Black lives or the police. Numerous influential and well-known individuals, which include the mayors of major cities, governors, congressmen, um, coaches, athletes, senators, actors, and the Democrat candidate for the 2020 presidential election, Joe Biden, have come together to adopt the following rhetoric. Something like, if you support the police department, you are racist and you are inconsiderate of black lives. If you support black lives, you hate the police and should demand for them to be defunded. Each state, city, community, church, and each of my friends are responding in a variety of ways as people scramble to find proof that assures their followers, members, and or constituents that they are not racist. For instance, in my state, there is a cookie company who apologized for posting that they, quote, support and thank the police, military, and first responders who risked their lives to keep us all safe, unquote. In their apology statement, they said that We now realize that statements like these convey a racist message and cause real hurt. Other companies are joining in, like Kellogg's, who denies racism in a response to an accusation aimed at their version of chocolate rice krispies called Cocoa Pops. Quaker Oats says that they recognize that Aunt Jemima on their maple syrup is a racial stereotype and they are removing her to, quote, progress towards racial equality, unquote. Looney Tunes cartoons character Elmer Fudd will lose his gun in response to violence by the police in at least 20 cities and counties across the United States have come together in declaring that racism is a public health crisis and say that their health departments should strive to be less racist. Speaking of health, COVID-19 is disrupting our social lives and we will soon feel the effect at our kitchen table too. Ever since outbreaks of coronavirus were seen in meat processing plants across the United States, the food supply chain has been disrupted. These plants closed down for weeks at a time, leaving the meat producers with animals ready to process but without a place to process them. In result, local butcher shops are overbooked for the next year and farmers have had no other option but to euthanize millions of animals. When just considering the pork industry, Will Sawyer, CoBank's lead economist, says, quote, U.S. hog producers may still be forced to euthanize as many as 7 million pigs in the second quarter of 2020 alone, unquote. He said it is possible meat prices increase 20% in the coming months, and some are predicting up to a $13.6 billion loss for cattle producers and $5 billion loss for hog producers. This doesn't even address the damages to poultry producers like Tyson or other ag-related processing plants like Cargill and JBS USA. The coronavirus stimulus package addressed this crisis and allotted for a new $19 billion aid package designed for farmers, ranchers, and eligible producers. Money cannot buy back the food that has gone to waste, though, and we should budget some extra money for our grocery list in the upcoming months. Another big story this week that is fitting for the month of June, known to some as Pride Month and a time to celebrate the LGBTQ community, came as a surprise. President Trump's first nominee for the Supreme Court, Neil Gorsuch, made a not-so-conservative move. 
In a case known as Bostock versus Clayton County, it was argued that an employer who fires an individual merely for being gay or transgender violates Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. We all know that Title VII prohibits employment discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. By ruling in favor of Bostock, a man who was fired for conduct unbecoming of Clayton County employee shortly after he began participating in a gay recreational softball league, Gorsuch allows for the interpretation of the word sex in Title VII to mean something other than a biological male or female. This is another situation that forces people to take sides with another common theme found in the media. That being, by disagreeing with Gorsuch's decision, you must hate the people in the LGBTQ community. As we figure out our responses to this week's news, I propose you ignore the pressure from the media and social interactions to declare what side you are on. Instead of taking sides, focus locally where you know the details. Treat each situation, each person, individually. Unfortunately, you will find perversion that you will have to stand against. But you will also find more common ground than you thought. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Views. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.